Can you put free comic book day polls on your pull list? They are. <laughs> <laughs> so if they start start dipping down too cold and lacking too much moisture, that's when they start uh, the pages start curling at the bottom, and you get all the cracking and color breaking. You know. Uh, so like, what if somebody just like took the black mold comic? Like if somebody put a comic up to their nose and just like. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Collective Comics and the Lights Comics Action Podcast. 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 <laughs> no, I was trying to think. I was like, is this episode 28 or 29? 29. It's episode 29. Oh, man. We're getting deep into them. Deep. I say that every time. Deep. <laughs> it's like routine. Deep. <laughs> yes, yeah, episode 29, man. 29. All right. All around. Anyways, uh, yeah, next one's 30. 30. Yeah, 30 weeks and the counting. The big 3-0. <laughs> we should throw a birthday party. Right. <laughs> Next episode should be a birthday party. Every week is, a, is a, a, another birthday or Yeah, we should have done, done 25. as a, Well, we screwed up 25. We had two 25s. Like, what, yeah. we said 25 yeah. twice. We, we corrected it in the editing and stuff. But, um, yeah, we should do a birthday party for 30, and then we should do a birthday party for 50. Oh, we should do a birthday party for 52, because that's 52. a year. Yeah, 52 weeks is a year. Oh, yeah, we should. I mean, that is a yeah, birthday, yeah. pretty much, once yeah. a year. <laughs> so, anniversary. Yeah, it's just not a nice number. Like, 50 is a nice number, you know? Yeah. It's a nice even number. It looks better in the thumbnail for 50. Yeah. Know? That's why, That's why. like, the Harley Davidsons have, like, the the 50-year patch on Right, them. yeah. <laughs> well, they also don't just release motorcycles every week. <laughs> They're like, this is our 52nd motorcycle. Right. How many this motorcycles year. would they have? So many motorcycles. If they did one a week for how many years have they been around? Nah. Motorcycles. Anyways, <laughs> as of recording this, now finally, the Selling Superman episode has been out for a week. Yes. So you guys, so by the time this comes out, it'll be out for two weeks, but we're, yeah, so on and so forth. Anyways, yeah. it's been out for a week now. So we just want to touch on it a little bit. I want to just re reestablish the fact that it was such a cool episode <laughs> to, oh, just yeah. to do, you know, just getting their personal perspective on the whole situation was really cool to me. Yeah. I, I didn't know which, you know, I was like, this could go into collecting talk. This could go into talking about the books. This can go into a whole different, uh, different kinds of directions and the direction that it ended up going was super like heartfelt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just once again, grew me more attached to the project in general yeah and these these guys you know adam adam was is the director and he was close to the family growing up but he wasn't directly involved but even just growing closer to adam and his thought process attached to it was just super cool Mm -hmm. and seeing what they have grow and and how they're doing with the uh the website and everything Mm -hmm. they threw us in the newsletter which was super cool of them and um you know, it was, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it so was just, it was a lot of fun, but it did get very, very heavy at points, mm-hmm. you know, to, you know, I didn't, I didn't even know really what to say. I was left speechless multiple times and, you know, feeling like I didn't have the right to even say anything. Yeah. You know, I just had the, the right that I had was to sit there and listen. 
and absorb it, you know. Yeah, it was interesting some of it. too because like we're just we could only thing we could see before that is what we see in the media, mm-hmm. you know, and the trailer and you know the few little clips and stuff that they post their channel, but it, it was even like we wanted to have a couple questions going in just just to have something to fall back on in case, you know, some conversation was left empty or anything, which it never was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we never even needed the questions. Right. But um you know, going in, the big thing that Darren wanted to talk about was like the the media is kind of doing something to this whole story that we don't want to see. And we want to tell you guys what the story really is. And getting that perspective was so cool, too, you know? Yeah. And it, it definitely, you know, we even we asked him beforehand. He's like, well, you know, some, I guess, uh, misunderstandings are going around, you know, the community and people are, are kind of forming their own opinions on the way that the perspective of the newscasts mm-hmm. made it seem, you know, and um, I guess almost kind of attacking them a little bit, you know, they were, they were saying some pretty harsh stuff because I, I, I was able to, to kind of go back and try to do some research. And once they told, had informed us of that, that I went back and kind of looked through some of those comments and they were, they were gnarly. Yeah. They were gnarly, you know, and it I don't even know where these people think they have the right to to comment, you Yeah. Know, I mean, we did have I guess it's the safety of the screen, right, the keyboard yeah. that, you know, you're never going to have to face this dude face to face, you know, and you know, I I had no opinions whatsoever that were anywhere close to what those comments kind of were, and I was even just like kind of nervous yeah talking to darren and everything just you know i I never wanted to to come off because i wanted to ask the questions that of course we all want to know but i never wanted to to be rude or, or right. anything to come off as as rude and and i feel like especially like with newscasts and that's kind of almost what they're purposely trying to do right you know and i tried to stay far away from that well it's cool too because possible just going in you know just wanting to make sure everybody's comfortable and i was like is there anything you do want to talk about or is there anything you don't want to talk about and he's like talk about anything this is a story it's going out there and yeah. i'll just want to set the record straight and everything and it was super cool to have that you know and we did have some comments on our own video so we want to address them a little bit just because you know now that we've everybody's had it for a week and we want to just touch on those um rye Bali it just talks about everybody judging the whole situation from a three minute news clip, you know, and yep. that's, I think that's exactly what we're talking about. I was like, we don't know yet. <laughs> you know, the documentary <laughs> hasn't come out yet. We don't have the, we don't have the full story. So, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody judging them and throwing shade at them or, you know, saying it's this or saying it's that, like, you don't know. Like they don't. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and, if they would have taken that extra step to go to sellingsuperman.com and watch the trailer, they probably would have seen that it is very much the opposite. Yeah. You know, yes, these comics have great value, but this is so much more. That is like the smallest pea in the pod. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Even, even just from the trailer, you know, it's still yep. a, such a fraction of what's actually coming. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're not done shooting yet. This is a progressing story this is an ever-evolving thing you know Mm -hmm. um darren said in the podcast like this is a huge burden and it's going to take me time to get through everything yeah you know it's even when this pot the 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 documentary comes out like he's not going to be 
done dealing with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> this is ever evolving. So yeah. just And he's definitely not done collecting comics. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> which that is was the cool crazy too. part, yeah. you know. Growing up around comics to where you're not supposed to look at them, not supposed to touch them. He can do what he wants with the comics now. Yeah. You know, and and the comics that he cho- chooses to buy and and the fact that he enjoys comics now is really awesome. Yeah. I think, you know, he's becoming part of the community and then, you know, Going back to that Fantas label, the story. But have you mm-hmm. dove in yeah. pretty deep with that that label? It is uh, very intense and in depth. Yeah, and everything everything is super thought out. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like it's not like CGC went to him. He's like, put whatever label on it you want. Like, right. Everything on that label has a very specific story. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a reason why they did what they did. As far as go- why CGC marked it as this collection of providence versus pedigree right like it's all thought out and there's Mm -hmm. a reason for everything and we're not going to know all those reasons we're not going to know the whole story until this documentary comes out and realistically he because of the situation and how the comics were (laughs) preserved and stored and, and and kept pretty secret he could have gotten a pedigree but he chose not to you know, granted, the rules are that he has to acquire right. everything firsthand, and he did, he acquired most of it firsthand. But nobody else knows that. Right. Darren knows that he could have said whatever he wanted to, and got the pedigree label if he really wanted to. But he wanted to stay true to it. Yeah, and that speaks, you know, volumes to uh, you know, just to, I think to the community when you know I was literally just watching a video this morning to where it's talking about the shop that. Um, kind of took advantage of this old lady who came in with a bunch of comics, key comics, like thousands of and thousands of dollars. The mm-hmm. dude's like, uh, you know, they're old, they're cracked, the spine's kind of broken right here, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, I'll give you 55 bucks for all of them. Okay, sounds like a good deal. Turns around and makes yeah. $10,000 on it. You know, when when there's, you know, that just should say enough for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's very straightforward with <laughs> everything that he yeah. does, and you know, he's he's not hiding anything. You know what I Absolutely mean? Absolutely not. And everybody wants to say what they want, and like you said, they're protected by a screen and a mm-hmm. keyboard, and whatever that means to them is one thing. But I'm excited about this documentary. Verified also commented on our podcast and said every book has a story. He enjoys this story, and he actually has some books from the collection. So that's awesome. You know, that's super cool too. And you know, that's that's exactly what it is. We don't know the story of these books yet, and that's what the documentary is here for mm-hmm. to actually understand what that story is. It fully right, fully. You know, we know a little bit of the story, mm-hmm. but that's only a little bit. You know, right. like like we said before, we, we planned for an hour podcast, and they were. Um, I don't know. They they kept giving, right, yeah. <laughs> you know. They kept giving and kept wanting to 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 tell the story. I mean, they have a lot you of know? passion going into this project you, as well. There's yeah. there's a lot of feeling. There's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of everything in this story. Yeah. Um, and I think I said during the podcast too, it's like they could have just done any other documentary, cashed in on it, mm-hmm. but they're telling the story. They chose to make the story come to life rather than just 
look at this book, look at this book. We have this book, you know what I yeah. mean? And just make a bunch of money on it. He could have done a lot of things. He said he's not in it for the money. I totally believe that based on the way that he talked to us and relayed the information to us. Like mm-hmm. that there's, there's a bigger story and I'm excited for this documentary to come out so we can see, you know, where, where the story is now mm. or where the story will be at that point, knowing that they could probably put out two, three, four, because this is going to take some time to take care of. And I mean, Darren's not going to do a yeah. part two. I don't think he said, Oh no, this, this <laughs> yeah. is, this is it. This is more than he wanted. This is more attention than he wanted to bring to it. Yeah. But I mean, and he's going to, He's gonna have it. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it is. And you know, but I mean, bit. he's turning it into like he's donating to charities. He's turning. Oh no, yeah, he's selling you know. to smaller buyers. He's doing all this stuff. Like it's really yeah. cool. So, I mean, it's I just, just been a bit overwhelming for somebody that never wanted this. Yeah. You know, we, you know, or at least me, would <laughs> want three hundred thousand comic books. You know, but like he said, you know, I wouldn't have a place to store. Right. Do I have that right now? No. Do I have the resources? to get into climate control and all that kind of right. stuff right now. No way. Right. You know, which gets us into our next topic. Right. Explosions. So come of, coming off of that selling Superman episode got me thinking maybe we should start talking a little bit about preserving your comics and how to properly keep, keep them stored because Darren did talk about humidification and the temperatures yeah. and, and making sure that the comics don't get too hot, don't get too cold and things of that nature that there's not, you know, how to keep them safe and how to keep them. Definitely not something that most people would think about when they have a short box or two, like sitting in their bedroom or, you know, in their closet, you know, mm-hmm. and but when you have 300,000 comics, there's something that you definitely need to think about. If you have mm-hmm. a collection, if you have a shop, if you have a store, mm-hmm. if you, you know, or even if you just do want to keep a couple long boxes, short boxes, right. Um, you know, preserved and, and you want to keep your comics nice, the way to do that, you know, is uh not all that clear it took it actually took some some research right. and some a little bit of digging um for me to be able to find this information so i guess temperature wise I'm supposed to say 68 degrees that's like a definite really 68 just 100 percent. that's 68 it. like not give or take yeah not <laughs> yeah. not not a range not yeah, like wow. from 65 to 68 not from 65 to 70 68 degrees yeah i think I think we can connect some of this to guitars just because mm-hmm. we both worked with guitars oh, and yeah. <laughs> we both play guitar and do all that. So like there's, there's these same rules for there, but there's usually a range there's. Yeah. And I mean, not to talk about weather again, but we live in one of the worst places for all of it. And Darren is not that far away. You know, he's, yeah. Midwest. he's in Michigan and yeah. we're in Indiana. This so stayed away. We, we get the driest of dry you know, winters and we get mm-hmm. the humid, humidest, <laughs> the most humid, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. We get, we get the most humidity that we ever see in the summer. You know, it's, it's like we get, we get the winters. I don't know. I've never been to Alaska, but we get really cold winters with <laughs> super dry air. We get really yeah. humid summers. You know, we I've, get, we get summers that we have to stay inside because it's too hot outside and it's a state yeah. of emergency. And we get winters that it's too cold outside <laughs> and it's a state of emergency. I mean, I lived in, I lived in Georgia for a while, I lived in Texas. I lived in, uh, I was in Louisiana in the middle of summer, Alabama. You know, it gets just as humid here for the most part. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, which it, is, which probably comes to a surprise to yeah. most people, but like we're not we're not exaggerating, right? Yeah, it, you know? it's it's humid up here. Yeah, in the summer, but I'll then, take Phoenix. <laughs> you know, 
I think any day right. just because it's dry. Right. It's a dry heat. You know, I'm not sweating. It's hot, but you can't sweat. <laughs> so so temperature is just 68. 68. I mean, on the dot. that sounds perfect for me. All right. Let's talk about right. humidity. What is what is the humidity like? Humidity can change a little okay, bit. Okay. So there is a little bit of a range. A little bit. Okay. Like <laughs> half a degree. <laughs> half a percentage. Right. So with guitars, we kind of talk. Uh, it's kind of give or take about mm-hmm. 10%. So for for guitars, you kind of want to keep them a little bit more moist, mm-hmm. um, and that guitars are going to be from forty to fifty, mm-hmm. and comic books are from thirty five to forty. Okay, so it's well, yeah, it's that a, makes it's right. There, that makes a little bit of sense because if it was too humid, the pages would probably start molding and. Oh yeah, you it's know. they start absorbing right, the moisture, moisture in the air, and that's when you get if you've ever gotten a comic book or if you if you guys have ever bought collections, that's when you get that classic wave. Yeah, going it's almost through like, all the pages, almost like water damage, but it's just from humidity. Yeah, I mean it is pretty much water damage. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's almost impossible to to get out, so you definitely don't want them too humid. You know, like to where a guitar kind of needs that. Right. The, yeah. the wood needs to to breathe and, that, and yeah, and right. stay you know hydrated hydrate right you know but at the same time you don't want them to be too dehydrated so if they start start dipping down too cold and lacking too much moisture that's when they start uh the pages start curling at the bottom and you get all the cracking and color breaking and just like distressed look and it gets dried out and very brittle yeah at that point i mean it's it's crazy too because i mean that's why like the old stuff, like golden age and silver age, if you find something in like a nine, like you don't see 9.8s from that time period. You know what no, I mean? No, you, you can't. And it's just crazy to see even relatively good grades on those just because people didn't think of that. They used mm-hmm. worse. The paper was worse back then. Like yeah. everything was worse back then. That's a, that's a major thing. And and people like to compare the comic books to preserving because books, other books like mm-hmm. textbooks and, and other, you know, historic books have great value to them. Just the same way that comic books right, do. Yeah. Um, so they kind of take the same uh, rules as those books, the thing is that comic books were even more delicate, and and even the you know the top industry people talk about it. This was printed on newspaper. And yeah, put, yeah, same paper. Yeah. It's newspaper grade. So for people who don't know, a newspaper is this paper right. <laughs> that you would get in the mail. For people who don't know, mail is something that used to come to your house every day. For people that don't know, just kidding. Right. Like they, that's, they, that's crazy. The they, pa- they called it like news ground paper or something. So mm-hmm. it's like ground up. Right, yeah, it's like recycled paper, essentially. Yeah, yeah, that's not meant to stay. You're not meant to keep newspapers. Yeah, like old know? newspapers, you could look at them and they'd rip. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you just grab it and you just have half a paper for some reason. You don't yeah. know why. And th- that's the stuff that the stuff used to be printed on. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the quality difference is so crazy. And then on top of that, people not thinking comic books were going to be this big industry that it is today. Yeah. You know, it was just something for the kids or something mm-hmm. that you saw in the newspaper or, you know, something like that. And a hundred percent. And then the comics code authority. Oh yeah. And everybody, I would say brainwashing the masses into believing that comic books were evil <laughs> and we're going to make your kids do bad things. We don't still do that at all. Dude, I mean, but this, call now it, the thing is video games. Yeah, Call of Duty. 
yeah, I don't know, man. It's crazy to know, especially like the temperature, the 68 degrees, definite. Knowing that and just knowing that back when this started, like, it was just a nothing situation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Star Wars. You know, Star Wars, yeah. nobody wanted to fund Star Wars because it was a stupid thing and nobody was going to like it and it's never going to get another movie and mm-hmm. nobody cared about it. Even Harrison Ford was like, I don't want to be in this stupid movie that nobody cares yeah. about. And I look at it. You know what I mean? Right. I very but, highly doubt that somebody went to the comic book store in 1938 when the first Superman came yeah. out and said, let me order a whole box of that. Yeah. Or what comic book store? You know what I mean? Like yeah, the newsstand. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Newsstand. There was, give, me, give me everything. Yeah. And, you know, and then let me not touch it. That's, that's the other thing too. Like these were on newsstands. That's where newsstand labels come from. They were just out on stands in the elements. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's where you would pick it up. Let yeah. alone like. And that's why they're even so much more rare right. and would in most cases be more valuable than the direct edition cover. Yeah. And then let alone like being in a shop that you can get it. Like I bought a comic a couple months ago that was literally framed on the wall in a comic shop, Yeah, you know, perfect, like kept in as good of condition as it possibly could be. I was there, wasn't I? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, And, or like, let alone going to buy a slab, you know what I mean? Going to the store and seeing a slab on the wall and buying the graded, preserved and protected comic book right so just knowing where it came from to where it is and now knowing how specific the storage you know the 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 facts of the storage and how to store them and how to take care of Mm -hmm. them you know it's it's crazy you know which also goes back to just avoid the basement (laughs) avoid attics avoid basements right because those are super hard to control unless they're you know super well, yeah, you know, it's like fully finished, fully furnished. Yeah, you know, you'd have different. to to kind of get the you know humidifiers in there and and make sure that you can maintain that sixty eight. Yeah, uh, or not sixty eight, thirty five to forty um, percent humidity, mm-hmm. and that sixty eight degree weather. Yeah, or not weather, but in the room. Yeah, yeah, it always has to be sixty eight degrees. I know, like while we're filming this podcast, I have comics in this room, and it definitely gets above sixty eight degrees in here because of all I the think lights it's like above sixty eight degrees right now. Bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <I laughs> can, <laughs> it's just me. But oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put two of us in a room, and right. we'll, we'll start to balance people. We, we'll, yeah. we'll balance the temperature out. We'll, we'll fog up the room. Fog <laughs> <laughs> up the windows. The heat coming but, off, radiating off your body, and the the cold Cold coming from my heart is just <laughs> really flattening out the room's temperature. Start a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> it's a monsoon in here. Right. Oh, tsunami. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what they called me in high school. Um, but yeah, so you know, and it, it, it is crazy to think about too, like like what we've talked about on the podcast before about like how comic books weren't a huge part of my life. Like I had them here and there. And more of the movies and the collectibles were more my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have never known this stuff, you know, and yeah. it's, it is crazy. Like even collectibles, I'm sure, you know, have that I'm unaware of, <laughs> you know, if they're in the box, that box is made out of paper and the paper, if it gets too humid, could mold, mm-hmm. you know, you can have all these situations happen. You know, I, I, 
I indulge in a cigar from here. <laughs> from, from time to time, I'll have a cigar. You know, and they have the same things. So yeah. They have humidors. They have. You literally walk into a, hum- a humid room, right? To, because those cigars need to be that wet. You don't want to keep a comic <laughs> book in there at all. Right, yeah. You know, you'll start getting black mold. And if you do come across black mold, if you have any in your collection that do have mold on it, like an old book, take it out of the book and, and I guess quarantine it. Yeah, yeah, black, black mold is bad news. It'll spread to the everything else. It yeah. don't matter what, what it's made out of. Yeah. It'll just go. Yeah. So take the black mold comic out. I would probably throw it away. Be be very careful because like don't if, breathe it. Yeah, if you get like ingest that like black mold, you can't get rid of once it's yeah. in the system. What I know, I don't. I'm not a doctor. And for your body? Yeah, like oh yeah, gosh. you can't. You can like once. Like I said, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I've been told some living situations in the army were not great. Um, once you kind of are around black mold, I've heard like that it's just in you. Like, like there's other molds that you can deal with, like with antibiotics or whatever you deal with mold with. <laughs> Never mind. Um, Do you ever have <laughs> intrusive thoughts? What? Uh, what? <laughs> you're, like, you're, do you ever just like get those like really random intrusive thoughts? Like when somebody's telling you a story and you're like, "Yeah, I definitely shouldn't do this," but then you're like, "What if somebody really did that?" And then you're like, <laughs> "You know." Uh, so like, what if somebody just like took the black mold comic? Like if somebody put a comic up to their nose and just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what would it do to your body? Probably I can't even like do that, it right yeah. now. Yeah. Like just doing it to the air, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it would do. Probably uh, not good things. I yeah. don't, please, <laughs> we're we're not the Surgeon General. We're not the Surgeon General. Oh, uh, do when intrusive thoughts take over? <laughs> you're just like, you're like, what if? Like, what would happen? Like, I just like on a microscopic level, like just eat it. I, just eat the. <laughs> you don't. That's a good way to, to preserve them. Just, just don't send eat them. it. Send it through the system. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, like, like so uh, it comes out vaccines and stuff are just like small amounts of in- like introducing your body to something. Right. So you just have to eat a little bit of black mold. <laughs> <laughs> do not do that. Do don't not, don't <laughs> do not try this at home. Yeah. <laughs> the stunts have been performed by professionals. All right. So oh 68 but degrees. 68 what degrees. was the humidity percentage? Uh, 35 to 40 percent. All right, those are and the then, facts that we want you to leave. Right. Well, I mean, and also yeah. get yourself a short box if you're not keeping them in a yeah. short box. Don't stack them up like this on a table. Keep them vertical mm-hmm. and in the back and board. The basics, basics 101. If it's worth collecting, it's worth bagging. That's how it goes. That's uh, that's like uh, records too. A lot of people don't know. Don't have a stack of records. Like yeah, vertical. Stack them vertically on a shelf. Or, You'll warp them. Yeah, very badly. Yep. Um, dope. So like that's definitely stuff I don't know. Mm-hmm. Got to trade my. Well, I think we 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 have an ongoing thing on the podcast about how bad I am at <laughs> having comics. Somewhere, yeah, you're just you, they're all over your desk. It's just like you you literally like last time I walked into your your office, like you just had this pile of books right here. Like, yeah, I gotta put those away. Yeah. I think they're still there. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. I'm joking. They're not there. Uh, somewhere right in the right in between us is a good place to be with collecting <laughs> comics. Right? Don't be like me. You could be like him. Your comics would be in very good shape. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I I read my comics. I read my comics. I touch my comics. I show you my comics. Right. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I, it's not like they're just put away like right. that. But you know, if 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 keep them out of the attic, keep and put them. If you want to keep them like that or closer. 
to that kind of thing, put them in the closet. Yeah. Closet is probably realistically the best, safest spot for them. I just do this thing where, like, I buy, like, comics from the comic book shop, and then I leave them in the bag that they come in, and then I just mm. set them on top of a slab. Right. And and, so. and all that stuff is in a windowsill just with the sun beating on it the whole time. <laughs> And then you I know. see if they need a drink, and I pour some water on them. <laughs> Don't scare me, man. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, they look thirsty. Right, they? yeah. I just, every time I clean them, I just pour some bleach on it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just scrub it with steel wool. <laughs> just use steel wool. To, right. that, that's how you get rid of, like, marks and stuff, right? With steel wool. Yeah. You have to... You have to sit on them. You sit on them to press them, and then you clean them with steel wool. Right, yeah. 100%. Just take two rocks and... <laughs> a couple times and you'll get you'll get the the dirt off. That's what I should do with the the gold age, golden age comic I just bought is just bleach it to get those pages white, right? No, hundred <laughs> percent. Take a magic eraser and go right on Superman's red cape. Yeah. <laughs> Clorox. No, you don't want to do that. Only use a magic eraser on the white part of your comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't listen to us. No, listen to us. But well, listen to the good half. Yeah. <laughs> There's facts sprinkled in here somewhere. You just have to find them. The good half. <laughs> we'll just have to... I'm going to clip some shorts of the bad information and put those out. <laughs> and you'll have to counteract them with all the good ones. Oh, man. Oh. Anyways, but, yeah, take care of your comics. There's right, right ways to do it. There's wrong ways to do it. Um, if you want them to last and go into the future... We can flash forward. Yeah, yeah. And keep them vertical. <laughs> keep them vertical. If you want to see what they look like in 100 years, I don't know, let's go see the Flash movie or something. Yeah, yeah. Flashpoint. What we should do, we should take like five comics and store them in different ways for X amount of time and see what happens. Time capsule. But I'm saying like we should like put one, just throw one in the back of my van. <laughs> Just leave it there for like two months and then we'd like keep one perfect and then like keep throw one like in an attic, throw one, you know, throw one in a basement. Yeah. Just without bag and boards. Yeah. Just, just throw like, them. Well, we should do one without and one with and see what bags and boards really do. We'll have to get some, some dollar, dollar books, <laughs> yeah. that, but the, let them be like 9.8 candidates, you know, so they're all good looking. <laughs> I, should we do old books? I don't know. We'll figure it out. If this actually happens, we'll figure it out. We're going to do it. Check back in three months. <laughs> Hit that like and subscribe button not to miss an episode. Right. right. Join yeah. join in on the time capsule endeavor with us. Right. We should bury one. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm saying like bury one, just bury one. Yeah. Like, like we legitimately do a time capsule. No, I'm saying like just take a comic book, dig a hole, throw it in there and come back in a month and see what it looks like. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> just just not pay attention to it at all. I, we should do one for a month, one for six, and then one for a year. Yes, yes. See what happens. We'll figure this out yep. eventually. All right. So take care of your comic books, guys. Explosions. Flash. Ah. Savior of the universe. <laughs> we got our new Flash trailer, y'all. We did. We did. Flash Gordon. He's coming back from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this is this we is, are jumping this, time periods. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. a little bit. So maybe um, we'll get him. That'd be kind of cool. He's reverse Flash. I know. I know you. You have your feelings about this movie a little bit. I do. Let, I do. Let, let me know your perspective. On okay. This movie. So I loved the first trailer. Yeah. I loved this new trailer. This mm -hmm. is the second trailer that they dropped. Um. 
when I'm okay, so obviously <laughs> it's a, it's called the Flash, right? It's obviously called the Flash, but after the first trailer, the second trailer is all Batman footage. <laughs> Pretty close, you know. It's all Keaton. It's mm-hmm. on, it, it's starting to look like Keaton <laughs> is the main selling point of this. Even in the comments, I yeah. went down to the comment section. It was on Rotten Tomatoes YouTube channel, and the, it was like Rotten Tomatoes trailers. And uh, they were all talking about Keaton coming back and Batman, Batman, Batman. Not one thing in the comments was about Flash and stuff like that. So it makes me wonder, um, like, is this just going to be a Batman movie? Right. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. You you confuse me so much because I got here and you're like, I'm excited for the new Batman movie. And I'm like, what are you talking about? But Brave and Bold? Like, what are you talking about? No, The Flash. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, I get it. I get right, it. Yeah. yeah. I'm very excited for the new Batman movie coming yeah. out. The Flash is going to be jumping around, changing yeah, timelines. Like some of the Flash stuff in this trailer is just the same Flash stuff as the other trailer. There's yep. new Batman stuff in this trailer. Yeah. I guess the real question is, how much Batman stuff are we going to get? Have we seen most of it? Or is it <laughs> is it going to be like a big Batman movie? It's going to be. There's going to be a lot of Batman. There's two oh, Batmans. Yeah. I mean, like, we already know we have a problematic actor. Mm-hmm. So how much... Footage, did they really get good footage? Yeah. Did they really get from that problematic actor? We'll see. And uh, there it is. We have a class A actor, Michael Keaton, and another class A. No. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Keaton. (laughs) We'll say class B (laughs) for Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck starts with B. Michael Keaton, class M. Um,. What's your back class? I think there's some pretty cool stuff in this one though, like where the the bat wing thing is yeah. coming down from inside the cave and that that was super These cool. are all yeah. callbacks right to Batman 89. And it looks so good too. I know. Like, there's definitely cool stuff in this trailer. If you haven't checked it out, definitely check it out. I'm yeah. I get so skeptical with with trailers sometimes because I'm like, did I click on the right one? Is this just a fan created one? Like but this this one looks good. Yeah, this was legitimately it's straight some from like the WB YouTube page. Yeah. So I'm I'm getting more excited about this. I wasn't like super excited about it. I'm not the big Michael Keaton fan that you are, but like there's some elements of this that look really good and all the Batman suits and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about. So. Me too. I'm I'm the thing I think that I'm most excited about is that like Hot Toys is is now doing the reissue of their My- Michael Keaton figure, which the last time they did it, which I think was like 2010 or something like that, the cape kind of sucked, and the cape started. I feel like capes always suck. Yeah, but this one actually looks cool. Really? Yeah, it's actually well, a good it, cape. Does it look cool or is it? Like it's good. good. <laughs> it's good. I was watching uh, Justin Collectibles, Justin's Collectibles, or Justin Collects mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, go check his videos out. He does a lot of hot toys, and uh, that's—I think—that's what he specializes in—is hot toys and stuff from sh- sideshow. So every once in a while, he'll have a statue or two. Um, but he does the reviews, and and he literally side by side compared uh, one of the new ones to one of the old figures, or okay. maybe kind of side by side. I think it was a little bit more B roll than anything because I don't think that figure's out yet. 
Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Like like uh, website shots and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So it just everything just looks a lot better with it. It's straight up Michael Keaton, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like I have to have this thing, and uh, set up a whole little bat cave because they have all these different kinds of collectibles right. with that stuff. That's dope. I'm excited for this movie. When does it come out? What do we looked earlier, didn't it? <sighs> yes. Uh, July. 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 Well, July sounds right. Yeah. July. Ninth. Ish. Fourth? <laughs> Second? If we don't know, then you should figure it out. I'm going to have a lot of fun on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> my birthday's in July. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right on. I'm ready, I'm ready for that one. Probably hit the movie theater, then go to Six Flags and ride the Batman ride. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'll, that'll be how I spend my birthday. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, I'm super excited. It, it, we are getting a Flash movie. You know, it, it, it's cool to, for the Flash to be getting his own movie, but... Everything's going to be changing after this, so I, we just got to see how it comes out. All in all, for this movie, I'm very excited for the pure fact that Keaton is coming back, and yeah, that was my introduction to Batman as a child and everything. So I think that's that's where I get so attached to Keaton. Well, like we talked about in the Shazam review podcast, if you haven't checked that out, go check it out. But um, DC hasn't had a good track record with the last few movies, so we'll see mm-hmm. what this one brings you know and that i think they're at the point where they have to do something with uh the universe kind of crumbling around them getting ready for the new one Mm -hmm. and you know theater numbers just not looking good and people being burnt out on superhero movies in general i think all the keaton fans are going to come back and i think this is going to be very similar to how keaton was back in the day i think this is going to be dc's next biggest thing that they're going to have to one-up and they're not going to be able to well, they got they got Blue Beetle coming too, so which looks amazing. <laughs> the Blue Beetle does look, which good. looks amazing, but that's um, that's a month after yeah. Keaton hits the big screen, mm-hmm. and I I feel like that's what they're gonna push. Realistically, I think that the Blue Beetle is gonna be a better movie. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a better movie, <clears throat> but I think box office numbers, just because Keaton is who he is, he's gonna he's gonna put the Booties in the seats. Booties. Booties. <laughs> Booties. You know the things that like you can sit on your foot and like not have to damage the seat because you put the booty on your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. I'm joking. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. You never about. seen those booties that you have to put on your feet? Like when the cable guy comes over, he's like, let me put my booties on. Oh, but you said sitting on your... Oh, I'm so confused. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, you know, it puts the booties in the seat so like you can actually sit on your foot and like, you know, put the booty on your foot, <laughs> yeah. sit on your foot and not have to worry about damaging the chair. Did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> Am I saying it's stupid? <laughs> I feel like just like do that and then zoom in on me. Explosions. So I figured out what most comic book stores are missing. Hot dogs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hot dogs need to be in more comic book stores. <laughs> so and you need to put ketchup on all of them. Is this is this because I sent you that video? Yep. yep. Yeah, and you have to explain it because okay. I don't know exactly what happened, but hot dogs. YouTuber Chris Rendell, I believe is his name if I'm saying that right, if I recall. I didn't have it right, written down. I should have yeah, written right. it down. But he went to the same shop. Did you see that video that Andrew Tate 
I don't know. Went, no, went no, to no, this no. like secret vault. So there's this uh, this comic shop owner. I forgot what what his uh, Instagram handle was, but it was uh, oh like super fast mm-hmm. comics or, or if you find it, put it on the screen. Speedy Comics Me. Okay, that's what it was. Speedy Comics Me. Um, so he he's a comic shop owner, and there was this video of Andrew Tate going to his shop and checking out his his vault. Mm-hmm. It's actually got a really cool setup. It looks really, really nice. You put a lot of money into it. But the video that went viral from Andrew Tate going there was him taking this um, Superman number one and saying that it was worth like $10 million. Okay. Like literally saying that yeah. it's worth $10 million. We know that it's not worth $10 right. million because it's not the nicest copy in the world. In fact, I went and found it or saw this other video that I sent to you. And this YouTuber went and saw that same book and... I saw that it said NG on the CGC slab. Mm-hmm. I've never seen an NG on a CGC case before in my life. What is what is NG? The only thing that I can think of is not graded. Oh, okay. Is that he paid for the, for it to get slabbed, but not graded. Oh, okay. Because then that puts a value on the book. Okay. That's weird. Yeah, you can see where it's going a <laughs> yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. So he's saying a book that is, it, it's worth a lot of money. It's worth a lot of money. To to keep in mind, we just had that conversation with Darren Watts. Mm. He has the second nicest copy in the world, at, yeah. graded at a 7.0, that is currently being valued at $3.5 million. N- not 10? No, not 10. <laughs> second nicest copy in the world. Yeah. For 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 three point five million dollars. So this guy has a not graded copy in a CGC slab for ten million dollars. What if NG stands for not good? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, just not good. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Uh, all I know is that it has to be pretty bad yeah. because like a point one literally says poor on it. So like, <laughs> what is NG right. <laughs> not graded? Yeah. So yeah, and this this guy went and checked out his shop. Just so happens. The biggest thing on there is that he has hot, a hot dog stand <laughs> in it. So like that's he has my this, favorite part, <laughs> dude. He has this big sign out front of his comic shop. The hot dogs inside, and it's this big comic shop with a hot dog stand. Just like just out. like Home Depot. Yeah, dude, just like Home Depot. <laughs> I was just so thrown. I'm like, why would what? Yeah. Let's uh, let's let's get greasy fingers from eating hot dogs, ketchup, mustard, and go sift through some comics. Yeah. Yet alone, there's a Superman number one right there <laughs> that I can just go. He he walked up to this vault. I think it's, it's a fake vault, so it's <laughs> like a costume vault. Yeah. Basically, so it's probably like a lightweight door that he just went up to and opened. Right. That anybody could probably go up to and open. Probably doesn't really lock. Right. <laughs> which it probably should because he has, he actually has millions of dollars of comics in this room, but. His his values are so blown out of proportion. Really? I was getting mad. You're just like eating a hot dog and just like, can <laughs> I see that Superman number one? <laughs> yeah, it's not graded, dude. Can you just give it to me? <laughs> <laughs> can you give it to me? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, he said that he got offered. I'll, um, I'll bury it. I'll put it. <laughs> put it in a hole right. in the ground. He said I'll he got make sure offered, I bleach like, the pages with Clorox. Take care of it real good, like <laughs> real good. <laughs> Right. Oh gosh. He dude. got offered what? He got offered for like a Captain America number one. He said like a, a like three or four million dollars, which is uh, also not accurate. Accurate. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know. So like at that point, a, as a, a smart businessman, when you're getting offers for double 
of what your comic is It's probably is the worth? hot dogs. Are you going to say no? It's probably the hot dogs. The yeah, hot it's dogs. keeping the, the shop alive. <laughs> he's a, com- or he's a, a hot dog restaurant. No, nobody would comics. ever offer him more than, more than what it's worth if it wasn't for the hot dogs. The hot yeah. dogs make it. You know, I was, I was going to spend 100 bucks today, but I had a hot dog. Yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to spend $10 million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a hot dog. What's in those hot dogs, yeah, man? Right. But maybe we're, we're maybe we're not thinking about this right. Maybe There's it's something genius. in the hot dogs. Yeah, cheese. It's cheese. It's cheese. It's cheese. bacon. <laughs> it's bacon. <laughs> you know, something to clog the arteries, yeah. slow the blood flow to the brain. Yeah. To really take advantage of the customer. That's what it seems like this guy is doing. He, he just gives them. He just gives them the worst hot dogs in the world. He takes the customer's money, and then after they pay for it. The hot dog gives them a heart attack, so he doesn't <laughs> lose the comic or the money. Yeah, it just goes and gets it back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, man. But Business. Yeah, so many things <laughs> about that would get me so frustrated. And then he comes across this nicely displayed in this pretty looks like cu- kind of custom wooden box uh, uh, autographed uh, Superman 75, which is the death of Superman. Okay, and it was yeah, the first yeah, yeah. print. It was the yellow one. Um, said it was currently valued. Keep it around. And he was throwing numbers out and, and when he would say I forget what um what type of money he was using because cause he's in another country. Um but when he said when he said the other type of money, mm-hmm. they said so he would be like fifty five thousand pounds and right. they would say eighteen thousand dollars. But then he would say ten thousand dollars. Okay. You know, so like he knew what he was talking yeah, about yeah. when he knew like, the conversion. Yeah, you know. Um <laughs> better than you do apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like this guy made up his own conversion because because he has the signed Superman number one. I I have the same Superman number one in that box. And I was like, $10,000? Let me find that book. Yeah. You know, so I went and looked it up. That's not why I went and looked it up. I was like, that's not worth $10,000. I know it's not worth $10,000 because I sell them for (laughs) $10,000. And I find them all the time. And then I sell them again for $10,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's... That's the value of the book. It's a ten to fifteen dollar book. You're lucky if you get fifteen bucks to twenty bucks out of it. Granted, it's signed, so it's not slabbed. Mm -hmm. No uh, certificate of authenticity. Okay, so So it could just be. So realistically, he's got the the first print of it with some marker on the front of it, right? And says it's valued at ten thousand dollars. I went on eBay, found one right now that I can buy it now. For $10, and, and it's 9.8, right, it's and graded. it's graded, a CGC graded slab for $10. It's the hot dogs. I don't know why I didn't just buy it for 10 bucks. It's the hot dogs, bro. The hot dogs. There he's putting something in the hot dogs. The hot dogs. He's slowing that blood flow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's not blood getting to my brain, so I will spend a million. I'm thinking with the wrong head. <laughs> Do you mind if I just give you my house instead? Right. I just... Give me, actually, I don't want any comics. Give me, give me six hot dogs. I'll give you my house. <laughs> can I have hot dogs? And you can have my house. Yeah, that's logical. But that's this guy's logic. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's still got a shop, so he's doing some. If he's doing something, he's yeah. ripping people off. Yeah, he's right. like, I sold, I sold one to my friend for a million something or whatever to uh, some other book, and I was like. That comic is not worth that much money. So whatever friend you have yeah. probably isn't a friend anymore. Right. Like. <laughs> Man. Hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> hot, hot dogs and Superman number one. Keep in mind, I think Nicolas Cage Providence Collection Superman sold for $4 million. 
Oh, geez. And that's and that's just because he's Nicolas Cage. Right. On top of the book being what it is. So <laughs> ten million or six million, whatever he was saying, my butt. My butt. <laughs> my dog. <laughs> my dog. <laughs> Dude, I've always wanted dog, a wiener dog. dog. You have you ever had a wiener dog? Your dog's pretty small. No, I never had a wiener dog, no. Dude, I've always wanted a wiener dog. You wanna know why? What are you gonna call it? Wiener. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanna I just wanna be able to say I tripped over my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Let's do a pull list. Let's do it, man. I'll show you what I'm pulling. Explosions! Diving on into our pull list this week. I'm going to show you what I'm pulling, man. What are you pulling this week? I'm pulling the free comics. I'm go. stingy, bro. Right. I ain't spending $10 million on no comics. <laughs> Did you put... Can you put free comic book day pulls on your pull list? They are. anyways it's free comic book day and uh we're gonna be picking up or i'm gonna be picking up i don't know what y'all are doing go pick up free comics why not you're watching our podcast you might like comics a little bit yeah there's always multiple comics that are given out on free comic i honestly didn't know about free comic book day until we started this podcast i think we got like a mystery bag or something of comics and there was a free comic book day oh there's the collecting tips when we were collecting, yeah. talk about how to collect and why to collect and how, like, great, whatever. We One of the things we talked about was free comic book day. And I didn't, that was like when I found out what it was. So this is like my first free comic book day. And I'm, I'll, I'll be stingy with the money. So this is, <laughs> <laughs> right. You gotta be, man. So uh, I'm gonna pick up some free comics, definitely. Um, covering book number one this week is Dawn of DC, Night Terrors, number one. It's DC's free comic book. And it says all year long they're celebrating classic characters. So it kind of sounds like they're going to be like introducing this into like a series. So they're going to be doing more than just the free comic book day. But this is like a jump in point. So for Dawn of DC, yeah, for that arc. Also, like a decent like connector for people who have been following the storyline and know what's going on. So it's kind of covering both pages. So and classic DC characters, you can't really go wrong with. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So definitely a good pickup and you get it for free you know so why not what's better than free man (laughs) that's book number one on the list what's book number two book number two batman deadly duo issue number seven man we're getting to the end of this arc i'm so stoked on this i'm a little bit behind but once again this is just an iconic like or what i'm gonna assume that is going to be an iconic uh, team up. This is the first time that the Batman and the Joker are teaming up, and we are getting super close to the end of this story arc. I think they're going to have a total of nine issues. There we go. So a total of nine. We're on issue number seven. Next one comes out in June, and then I think the last one is going to finish up in July. So super stoked to be finishing up this arc. I'm a little upset that it's taken so long to finish. This, yeah. Yeah. But uh, what I was going to say <laughs> is the like the style and the art of this is so cool, too. The covers oh, yeah. are cool. There's the a lot variants. of cool stuff. The The story is cool. The, like this team up is like iconic in itself, mm-hmm. but paired with like the artists that they got on the covers, the the in, inside art, all of it is they did it. Number three is going to be another free comic book from Marvel. We're getting... Spider-Man and Venom number one. So this is going to be, it, it says that they're ready for a war and it is set up for a catastrophe. And this could possibly be the beginning of the end of symbiotes. 
So that's kind of a big deal. <laughs> free comic books, just like free subscriptions and free notification bells that you guys can click and turn on. Fo- follow us on Spotify. Follow us where you get your podcasts. Yep. We got Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, the whole nine yards. Hey, this is episode 29. We're diving in. We're going deep. We've been around. <laughs> We've been here. <laughs> 29 weeks. We're 29 That's weeks old. We're right. going to do 29 more at least. At least. <laughs> at, the, at the very least. I want to keep this going for a long time. I'm having a lot of fun. Very thankful. And it's free to subscribe. Oh, yeah. Just like free comic book day. Every right. day is free YouTube day. <laughs> right. You can also you know hop over to the Whatnot because I give away a book before every Whatnot stream and at the end of every Whatnot stream because they just actually introduced buyer appreciation. Buyer appreciation. Giveaways. Yep. All right. Maybe I'll so. have to buy some stuff again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> What's book number four, man? Book number four, we're diving into Moon Knight 23. The only reason I grabbed this one was because Venom was on the cover, and this looks like it's a Venom and Moon Knight team-up. They're, they're literally teaming up. They're on the same side, so this is going to be a fun one. It's going to be super cool. You know, Moon Knight is basically uh, Batman for Marvel, and uh, Venom, I guess, I mean, I guess you could say he's kind of like the Joker, so this is pretty much Marvel's deadly duo. Yeah. A Could be. Well, I mean, well, I never. We'll have this discussion another time. But I never understood the Batman Moon Knight comparison. I think it's just the the moon, fighting style. Yeah, the, it has to be. It's, just, the, it's the combat and the um, moonerangs. Yep, moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what did I call it before? Yeah. <laughs> moonerangs. The, but there's just so many. There's so much that doesn't line up. But anyways, yes, yes, <laughs> yes but this yeah. does look like a dope book. This looks like yeah. a cool book. Those variants are so sick. Yeah. Yeah, they have quite a few different variants on this one. How can you not? Anytime, uh, you know, you can you have an excuse to draw Venom in a really cool way. Do it. I wonder if this is going to start uh, tying into the Lethal Protector line at all. Yeah, I was just thinking like they just finished a lot of Spider-Man stuff. And now it seems like Venom is everywhere. You know, yeah. the Venom Venom is in the free comic book. Venom is has the Lethal Protector line started. Venom yeah. is in Moon Knight. Venom is, we're talking about Venom 3. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if that's from the movie, if that's movie <clears throat> spec, if they're trying to push the hype on Venom. But I feel like about a year ago, I got really, really hyped on Venom. And then I fell off for like two or three months. And then I started hearing about everybody talking about Venom. Well, coming off again. of... Coming about a year ago, we would have been fin- wrapping up. We probably would have been wrapping up or g- getting to the end of, uh, not Dark Knight. What is it called? The Batman. No, 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 no. Venom. 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 I, oh, King and Black. King and Black. Yeah. So about oh. a year ago, we would have been wrapping up King and Black around that yeah, time. Yeah. So you would have been seeing a lot of stuff coming from that, I'd imagine. Yeah. Probably just the ta- yeah. I caught the tail end of it. I think. Yeah. You know what else is cool? What? Checking out the description for things like free money when you use our code to sign up for whatnot. Get free $10 using that link. You don't get have to use it on our stream. 10% off of W at W.GG to get your jitterless energy using code Collective Comics at checkout. And until next time, this has been Collective Comics.